Today's stuff is Duff Dalad, and we continue discussing the type of coins on which one can transfer Kedusha's Masashini onto it. So, or Pode Masashini, I should say. So let's continue. Matbea Shemarad. Now, we hear what happens in a, in a um, sometimes, well, this is, for example, Gonpen Koziva, Enu Mechalel. So sometimes during a rebellion, what happens is, is the forces produce their own currency as part of their rebellion. Okay, apparently historically that happened, that would have this happened with Ben Koziva, so Bakokba, I believe. And however, since that's only a temporary currency, that's not considered a good enough coin to be Podemasasheni with. Okay, that's understanding. Now, Hayuloma Ot Shell. Now, here there's two ways to read it. Reb Chaim changes a Girasat to Yayin Nesach. Um, I believe that's yeah, that's following the, the grass change. So he had much, so therefore the ma'ot that have an isur hana associated with it. Uh, he had ma'ot that were used to sell yain nesach. So therefore they've got the isur of yain nesach associated with them. There's an isur hana. So ata ugda kamei reb imi amar yolichania leyamamelech. And what does it mean yolichania leyamamelech? Reb Chaim says is that since they asur bahana'a, you cannot use them to bother masasheni. Okay, uh, so it doesn't work. What's interesting here that when you, if you're going to Read it like the way the Gemara has it in front of us, which is Ma'ot Shel Sakana. There are a lot of different ways to explain it. What uh, the Pnei Moshe does, he says, Shamalchut Makbidot Zu Al Zosh Lo Yishtam Shu B'Matnoshol So Shel Sakana, it's dangerous because we're talking about two Malchiot, two kingdoms, if you like, that are at bitter war with one another, if you like, and they each have their currencies, and they won't accept that other currency in their land. That's the idea, and it's Sakana VeMusukanot LeFiishem Mechapsim UBolki Macharein. I mean, it can be dangerous to have that other foreign currency in your possession in that other kingdom. The question is, if you're machalal on them, what's the din? And that's what the Uvde incident came. What do you mean? Means. So explain. Because it's not really a fluid currency that can be used everywhere. It sounds like, oh, that's this is the way Pnei Moshe explains it. It might be difficult how it fits later on. But anyway, it says you cannot mechalelahem. The incident was he was put on that such a coin. He told him to take that coin and, and dispose of it to Yamamelach. Because they were determined as master Shani Mani, however, but it wouldn't work. In other words, Weipen Moshe understands that it doesn't work, but since it's, you try to use it to bother Master Shani, it might already got a, it's almost like it was called Master Shani money, and therefore it has to be disposed of. That's the way Pene Moshe explains it. Again, very different to the way Reb Chaim explained it. I just wanted Yam to bring you back. is our Yam HaMelech? Yam HaMelech, yeah. So the idea of Yam HaMelech is because they would, they would, you know, it's high, you know, high salt and it would just, it would, it would just be a way of disposing any Israel Na'a, it would just like erode and. It's a long way to go. Um, yes, whether physically has to go to Yamamelech or has to be in, in a way that's, uh, I'm not sure. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Okay, let's go. Well, we've got Diskanim here, but Reb Chaim says Diskanis. That's Shem Melech Shabbatla Malchut Vadain Yotzek Tzat Botza'a. I mean, it's a malchut that's already no longer around anymore. However, it, it can be used in, in transactions somewhat, but not really widely expected. A bit like, I don't know, American Express or something. Rabbi Akiva Yaakov Barzavdi B'Shem Rabbi Avahu says, What that means is, he says, Don't, you cannot use them, meaning, saying diskinis, they're worth $100 for example. But Diskinis is not around anymore. So you can't 
put a hundred dollars worth of stock on such a coin. Why? But only by the Tumasar, who would now, who would still accept that coin, but much, let's say, for $50 in terms of, of value. Okay? That's what it is. Because it's not, it's no longer a flu country, currency in this kingdom. It doesn't exist anymore. But it is accepted somewhat by the Tumasar. Now, explain Tumasar yesterday. I met someone who sells Tumasim. The other explanation of Tumasar can be, I didn't go through them yesterday. For example, could be a pathos operator. It could be someone who uh, works in the Baha'i house. But that's, uh, it doesn't really matter. The idea is, is that it's, uh, these people accept such coins for a lower value. Okay. Bikesh Lotzian, what happens if you've done that? Now you want to mechalel, you take that money Yerushalayim, and you want to take the Kedusha offer it. In other words, not Bikesh Lot, in other Bikesh Lotzian, Yerushalayim, Bikachem Peirot. So what value do you attribute to this coin? Mechalel Kedusha Mechalelehem. Meaning, using our example, since you're only mechal of $50 worth of value, when you transfer that kedusha onto food, you do so for only $50 worth of value, because that's how much value of Masashini you originally redeemed. Okay, fine. Now, then, so we have two other exceptions when it comes to coin. It says, Okay, so why is that the case? So let's, let's before we explain those, those two points, why those two cases are the exception, the Gemara is going to bring a bright, it says, Lo al maot, probably shekan the babel. Lo maot the babel, and instead of ken kan, every time we have ken, you try to change it to kan. That's where Abraham reads it. So in other words, what does that mean? Let's go step by step. Lo, in other words, when you come to mechala masasheni on particular maot, it says lo al maot shekan the babel. That's when he's omed the babel. So we've got an individual who's in babel. He has masasheni there, and then he has shekel, if you like, with him in babel. So you can't mechalel on shekel when you're in, when you're in Babel itself. Okay? Velo al ma'ot shebebabel kan. What does that mean? That's be'omed kan. So that's the case if you're standing in Eretz Israel, you've got the Babylonian coin, and you can't mechalel masasheni on that Babylonian coin. Now, why is that? I'll just read you Reb Chaim. Here. It says, Lo al ma'ot shehen b'bavel, diktani hainu ma'at shel eretz Yisrael shenum tundin b'bavel. Vuhu me b'bavel she'en machalalem, why kibin she'en yotzapotza b'bavel? Since when, in the first case, since when you're in b'bavel with your shekel, you can't, the reason why you can't transfer Master Shani onto that money is because they don't accept shekel in the shops in b'bavel. Similarly, what it sounds like in the next case is also if you've got b'bavel, uh, b'bavel coins in eretz Yisrael, you can't machalal Master Shani onto that, the b'bavel coins because they don't accept it there. However, we've got the next case. Now, the way explains this case is you've got Babylonian coins in Babel and you want to transfer that Kedusha coin onto other coins in Babel. Now, normally you can't transfer Kedusha Masashini coins onto other coins except for certain situations. For example, copper coins or silver coins. We'll learn about the limitations when you can do that. Okay. Now it says, and he's standing in Eretz Israel. Can he do so? So we say, Neymar im so he says, well, it depends. If the highways, if you like, are open, so there's Shayarot, you've got free access, there's free access between Babel and Eretz Israel, then you can do that. You can do that because it's, it's considered what we say, Biado. we'll get to that, uh, we'll discuss that as well. I'll read you Chaim, he says, Okay. Can I mechalel them because I'm standing here at Israel and the coins are in uh, Babel? And the answer is, If the shot metzum in Babel, I can mechalel. 
Because then the fact that the Shayarot, you've got good access into the transport, if you like, between Babylon and Israel, it's as if it's Baruch Hutor. So the fact you're in a different location now, since there's easy access to access it, that's fine. You can mechalala. Okay. So when then we ask the question, the Tavavulkan? But one second, this seems to, if you like, really contradict what we said before, the way the Rasul explains it. But one second, you want to, you're standing here in Eretz Israel, okay? And you're trying to mechal onto Babylonian coins, but Babylonian coins are useless to you where you are standing. So how can you possibly do that? We've said before that it has to be useful. It sounds like from the context of Yerushalmi, mean, that's where the Rambam Paskins, and the, the, the denomination, the coin has to be useful to you as a currency where you're standing. That's why we said if he was standing in Babel, he couldn't, he couldn't put it onto Shekel. And previously, if he was standing in Eretz Israel, he couldn't put it onto the Babylonian coin. Okay, so why is it now that we say that if the Shayarot up to Chod, if there's easy access to Babel, you can put a, you can transfer the Kedusha from Babylonian coins to other Babylonian coins. What use is it for you in Yerushalayim? You can't use it as a currency. However, it says, Amar Ab Avin, Kol Hamat Be'ot Hayu Yotzov Yerushalayim Mipnei Ken Alshem Yafein Nof Mesos Kol which is interesting. He says, really, what happened is, is that we're in Yerushalayim, you, there was a time, where you could use any currency you like to purchase things. It was like, a, you know, international bank accounts. You could have, you could, you could use any currency to purchase anything. And that's why Yerushalayim is called Yefei Nof Mesos Kola Aretz. So Yefei Nof refers to, um, Rashi said there um, on, on, the, in, on the Pasuk in Tehillim, says it could be talking about, talking about the branches, some sort of like the Nof, like we see in Mishnah, so it could be talking about the expression of a color. But it doesn't matter, the continuation is Mesos Kola Aretz, the joy of all the land, of all the world. Now, why is it the joy of all the world? This seems to imply that's because everyone could come and feel comfortable spending their currency in Yerushalayim. Okay. So what does the Rosh Hashanah say? But one second, we said before that if you're in Eretz Israel, you can't transfer Kudusha's Masasheni onto Babylonian coins. But I thought it can be used in Yerushalayim. So the difference is as follows. I'll read you Rosh Hashanah. It says, When do we say, That's like the time of like Shlomo Melech, where Am Yisrael had uh, authority in the, uh, in the world and they had uh, like a superpower, if you like. However, what was the case where we said you can't use Babylonian coins in Israel to be poda? That's when uh, the balance of power was tilted against Am Yisrael, and therefore it wasn't such that all coins could be used as fluent currency in Israel. It wasn't as it <laughs> described if they not from the source Okay, next case. Now, Yecholim ayu lo ma'ot bahar ha-melech u be-katsra. Katsra, according to um, the Marafulda, he says it's actually a place, Medina, and Emosha says it's Katsra Tzitzipori. Okay, but in any event, and the point is, if you've got some ma'ot there, can you mechalel on them? Now, the critical explanation is that the Reb Chaim says this is when the Sharon were not Matsayot. It was actually hard to access, hard to go to har melech Okay, can you mechalel on them? We say no. Tamalomar, you cannot, but meaning in order to be put on coins, those coins have to be in your reshut. Okay, have to be, if you like, access, like uh, accessible. And this coin, since you wouldn't be able to, you wouldn't be able to reach that money, you can't say I'm I'm transferring the Grusha Masasheni onto my coins I have on Haramelech because it was very difficult to access it. So I consider Biadecha as the Torah says. Next case. Reb Yoyana says, by Nafal Kisolabor, Ubo Meyaribo. And um, so what happens if you have your kiss, your bag of coins falls into a pit and it's worth, say, 100. And it would, it, in order to get that money, 
you'd have to hire workers and stuff, and it would kind of come to quite an expense. It would cost you 50 ribor. And the question is, the fact that it's accessible by way of these workers, does that mean that it's brishut? Meaning 50 of it, half of the half the value, is that can I be put a master on that? Or the fact that I have to go to such a at such a level, such an expense to extract it, it's not considered brishut at all. That's the question. Now, what's interesting here, the Rabchaim actually uses, um, says it's actually a question, meaning it's, we don't have an answer. Whereas the other Mepharshim say that actually it's the fact that it's, you can access it for half the expense means it's accessible. It's almost like a statement in the Gemara. It's Berushuto. So then what's the question when the, 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 the Rashili says, But when it says, when it falls in Gadol, falls in the bottom of the ocean, he says, what could that case be referring to where we said you cannot put a money on that mass, you cannot put a master sheni on that money? That's when it's you're not able to go extract it. He's got no snorkelers that is, that is disposable to go and access. And what's interesting here, so that seems to be the conclusion. The reason why I think the Rukhaim, I'm not sure if this is true, but I'll show you here. The reason why I think Rukhaim leaves it as a question is because. The Batanura actually, when he when he comments on the Mishnah, actually says he rules Lahmir. Meaning, here I'll show you what I mean. His parish is that if it's Amocha Erba Shoto, look and his parish is Kagona Shinafalki Soli Yamagadol, Enochaliftot Master Shani, Amocha Batoho. Shootsarichli score me shishat al pnea maim lotzio. Which is fascinating. In other words, the way the the, the Batanura explains it, the Mishnah, he says, if it falls in Yamagadol. The reason why it's not considered Brishatot, you can't put a master, your Master Shini on that money, is because you would have to hire people to go and extract it. But if you understand the Yerushalmi, that it's not as a question, as a statement, that sounds like it's not a problem. Because we said, according to the conclusion here of the Gemara, if you like, understand like Rosh Cirilio, that if you can finance someone or pay workers to extract it, it's considered Brishatot. So that's why I think that's why Reb Chaim said, this is the Yerushalmi, he's understanding it as a question. And it's an unresolved question where the paying workers is considered to, in order to extract it from the bottom of the ocean or the bottom of the well, whatever it is, it's considered Rishotor. And because it's unresolved, that's perhaps why the, the Bartanura says that his rules Lachmir to say it's not, you wouldn't be able to put a Master Shani on it. I think that's, I think that's how we have to understand the, uh, what's happening here. Okay, let's continue. Now, if someone uses Master Shani money, and he does so and purchases an animal for a korban, which is what which is what he's meant to do. Or he purchases a chaya, which is an animal that can't be used as a korban, for basar taiva, for a for just its meat, not as a korban, just for his uh, meal for barbecue. What happens is the or the the leather itself doesn't have kedushas masisheni on it, and and it's yotzer lechuli. In other words, we're going to look, the gemara is going to learn this from sukim, but the point is that it is considered tafel to the basar. And therefore, it's not as if you ought to also purchase the hide. And it will be like, and if, because if that were the case, it will be like if you bought a, a diamond ring with it. In that situation, we'd say you'd have to purchase other food to the value of that diamond ring, because you're not allowed to use master chain to purchase that. So the important chiddush of the mission at this stage is despite the fact the leather, you can't eat the hide of the animal, it doesn't have kedushas master chain. And that's learned from a passage. Okay. It's kinu, but or and that's even despite the fact that the hide might be of greater value than the basar. Now the Batanura here comments on something that uh, which we learn which we see in the Gemara. That's provided that the buyer and seller aren't experts in hides, because if either one of them is an expert in a hide when he buy, buys or sells this animal, 
then he's not just calculating the basar here. He's also thinking, one second, I'm going to check the leather of the skin of this animal. Is it of good? Is, is this animal of high quality that I can actually make something of this uh, this hide? And therefore, in that situation, the the, the leather wouldn't be considered tafel. It'd be considered like you're buying two different things with masashini money. And if you bought hide with masashini money, now you'd have to buy other food to that value. Okay, but that's just an exception. We'll see that in tomorrow's in the beginning of tomorrow's stuff. Okay, what are kadeyain stumot? If you purchase barrels, seals of barrels, sorry, barrels of sealed wine, and in a place where they sell them sealed, in other words, you've got no way of purchasing the wine without purchasing the barrels themselves, then Yatsan Kankan the Chulin. Then also the these jugs themselves would also Yotzel the Chulin, meaning because they're considered tafel to the sale. Again, we're assuming the person on an expert jug maker or things like that. Similarly, if you buy nuts and the like, that their shells. Aren't we sorry? Aren't we afraid that the wine is absorbed a bit in the in the in the in the barrel, and thus uh, there is a residue of wine in the barrel, and you just the barrel is just nothing. Um, you're you're concerned about the bleed of Tamamasa Shani? Yeah, and and the and and the, I mean the proof would be that if you have whiskey which has been. Uh, stored in in barrels of uh, sherry casks and things like that. Yeah, yeah but I, yeah. I think I think the difference is here. I think the difference is here. You're not you didn't buy Masashini wine and put it in the barrel. I think what's happened is you bought a, a pre a jug that's with mass with with normal wine. <clears throat> and what, I think what we say as I, I will have to check this as we go along. That I think what we say is you only put the Masashini onto the wine that's drinkable, not the wine that's in the walls. Just like not the walls themselves. Right, you haven't taken masashini wine and put it in a barrel. You've, it's like, you've gone it's like, to the it's shop. like selling your it's selling your pots and pans for Pesach without the bleas afterwards from the boy eventually. Uh, you don't need to kasha them. Well, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure. Meaning, uh, I'm not sure if it's the exact parallel. But but it, he was saying. The, my, my point is, you've got masashini money and you're purchasing wine with it. So the kedusha, I think, is understood as going on the wine that can be extracted, not those the bleas. I think. But um, I'm not sure. Okay. It might be. It might be. Um, 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 how do you call that? It might be bottle. Um, not sure. I'm not sure. Well, I don't. Okay. Know. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll see if I can find something. Like okay. Let's continue. Like the hatemed. So egozim when it comes to nuts and the like, obviously in the klipot, don't have to worry about selling that. Like they don't have Christian masacheni. Now hatemed. We talk about temed itself. That was that. Um, wine that was made by soaking the pips and peels in water and waiting for, for, to, for, to draw out some of the flavor and eventually ferment. So prior to it fermenting, it's considered water and you're not allowed to purchase water with masashini money. Once it ferments, it's considered like wine and nilkakba. <coughs> Pardon me. Nilkakba kesef masashini. Fine. Next. Now we look at the opposite cases. We have done something you're not meant to have done. Someone purchases an, a normal, a chaya, which is like a deer or something, for the purpose of a zivchei shlamim, which you can't do, right? You cannot use it as a shkorman shlamim. Or he does it, he purchases a behema basar taiva, where he purchases a normal behema for basar taiva, for a barbecue and not as a korman. In that situation, we say, then the hide doesn't go to the chulin. And according to my, the Mishnah Rishon, that's a, if you like, a knas. Now, why were the Kachamim applying a Knas? And I'll read you Reb Chaim. He says, the Asa, Really, Chachamim Adili said, what should you use a Master Shani money for? If you're purchasing a, 
a animal, paras, a keves, something like that, you should use it for a korban shlamim. However, and therefore, because, and actually this is a bit more detail I'll give you from the Masha Mufarash Mishnah, so what was happening initially is people were just going to Yerushalayim with Masa Mesheni money, forgetting about offering a korban, buying a, uh, buying a lamb and eating some chops for dinner. And they weren't using it as a korban. Therefore, Chachamim said, absolutely not. We're making a gzera if you like a knas. But if you're going to buy an animal that could be used as a korban, you should use it as a korban. So therefore, since he did something against what the Chachamim said, that's why they apply a knas that even the or itself would have Kedushas Masasheni. So therefore, what do you do? You try and find what the value of the hide is, and you have to purchase other food equal to that value and eat that for Kedushas Masasheni. Okay, similarly, what What happens if you purchase wine from barrels that are already open? Now, in this situation, you didn't have to buy the barrels. You could have just taken the wine. The fact you use Masasheni money to buy the barrels as well, well, that means you're literally using master shiny money to buy barrels. You don't say the barrels are tafel now. They weren't necessary as part of the sale. You could have brought your own barrels and filled up the wine from the, from the mocher. So similarly, also if it's also even if it is a place where even if you purchase wine from a sealed barrel, but it's a, generally they would, they would sell them open. Then that's the same rationale. You didn't really have to buy the barrels. You could have poured it out into your own jugs and therefore purchasing the barrel with Master Shani money. It's not considered a tough, it's considered a, a, a inappropriate purchase with use of Master Shani money. Now, similarly, if you buy baskets of figs or grapes, similarly, what's happening in that sale, if you buy the basket as well, comes with it, it's not meant to initially come with a deal on its own. And therefore, you're, you're actually using Master Shani money to purchase something you're not allowed to. So therefore, the value of the kli um, doesn't go to chulin, and you'd have to purchase other food equal to that value and eat that because it's nice, meaning the value of the kli. Okay, that's it. Call to everyone. Have a good day.